Oi, tudo bem? This is Brazuca Sounds, hosted and produced by Leandro Vignoli. Episode 10. What's up guys? What's going on? This is Brazuca Sounds and at the beginning of the show I always tell you that I'm at Instagram as Brazuca Sounds. Drop me a message with requests, complaints, feedbacks, whatever you want. Uh, this particular show we're celebrating the 80th birthday of Roberto Carlos. He was born in April 19th, 1941, the best-selling artist of all time in Brazil. More than 140 million albums sold. And by the way, according to the Rolling Stone magazine, the Brazilian version of Rolling Stone, four records of Roberto Carlos are among this, the 100 best Brazilian albums of all time. And for this particular episode of Brazilian Sounds, we're going to listen to one of these records in its entirety. The self-titled album Roberto Carlos, released in December of 1971. So we're celebrating the 80 years of Roberto Carlos' birthday, but also the 50 years of the release of this record. So let's go into do it, get set, play. Não adianta nem tentar me esquecer durante muito tempo em sua vida. Eu vou viver Detalhes tão pequenos de nós dois São coisas muito grandes pra esquecer E a toda hora vão estar presentes Você vai ver Oh, wow, wow, this is so great! So, Roberto Carlos, 1971, this is his album of number 13. It's considered very much so a um, transitional album of Roberto Carlos. He, of course, began as the king of rock and roll in the country, the movement Jovem Guarda, but he started transition to soul and funk influences in his previous three records, with a lot of influence from Tim Maia specifically, but in this album of 1971, Roberto Carlos also starts to sing romantic ballads, and the album is also responsible for his coronation as the greatest crooner of Brazilian music, something that has remained until today. So Roberto Carlos used to be the Brazilian Elvis, and now he has become also the Brazilian Sinatra, or as we just say there, the king. And this song in the background, the opening of the album, is an absolute phenomenon. If you ask around a hundred people, a hundred people will tell you 
exactly how to sing this song, which is incredible because it's a very long song, no chorus at all. So this particular song, the Thales, is like he was living the height of his maturity as a songwriter as well. Roberto Carlos and Erasmo Carlos had a songwriting partnership. It's like the Brazilian Lennon and McCartney. But many times it was very clear when a song was being written by one or the other, they would sign every song together regardless. But this is definitely a Roberto Carlos style of a song. Of course, this is just a ballad, but there's also some modern style of interpreting a romantic song, as well as by the thematic emphasis of the Thales. It's like unconventional way to talk about love. The song evolves like in self-provoking memories and happiness of something that ended, instead of just desolation of resentment. This song is about down memory lane in a relationship. Roberto Carlo is basically saying that our love did work at some point, and all those little details, detalhes, about the past that he will always remember is a proof of that. It faded away, but it never disappeared. So it's a great, great song. And by the way, this entire record was recorded in New York City with the arranger of pianist and master Jimmy Wiesner, which was the head of AR for Columbia Records at the time. Roberto Carlos was a household name for Columbia Records, not only in Brazil, for the entire Latin America. So this particular song, you can see this maestro touch. There are so many layers and it's incredible. Flute, xylophone, string arrangements. It is top to bottom. One of the best Brazilian songs of all time, not in terms of composition, but also in terms of arrangements and the instruments. Não adianta nem tentar me esquecer durante muito, muito tempo em sua vida. Quando você me ouvir cantar, venha, não creia, eu não corro perigo. Digo, não digo, não ligo, deixo no ar. Eu sigo apenas porque eu gosto de cantar Tudo vai mal Tudo This record of 1971 is not only about romantic ballads. Roberto Carlos also preserved some of his soul music and funk influences from the previous two records that are still present in this record, especially in this song, which is more like a blues arrangement. The song Como Dois e Dois was written by Caetano Veloso. It was like a brand new song 
of Caetano Veloso that sent a cassette tape to Roberto Carlos from London, where Caetano was living in exile because of Brazilian dictatorship. Roberto Carlos was not a very political man, quite the contrary. He was, in fact, considered the darling of the regime. But, at the same time, this song has many elements of dissatisfaction with the government and subconsciously are not. Roberto Carlos recorded the song in a very good way, in a very good fashion. Roberto Carlos was a very good friend at the time of Caetano Veloso. As we're going to say later on, he will even visit Caetano Veloso in London. And even though uh, this uh, song of number two, Como Dois e Dois, was not a big hit in Brazil, but at least seven of 12 songs on this album became like a huge, huge success in Brazil. It was like his uh, first album to surpass the one million copies mark. Roberto Carlos became really an artist for like everybody. Like, Roberto Carlos used to have an enormous fandom of housemates that used to listen to the radio during the morning time. But at the same time, uh, many rich people also liked Roberto Carlos very much. So later in life, Roberto Carlos even became famous by his uh, cruises. So Roberto Carlos became really a guy above and beyond social status when it comes to his fandom. Como dois e dois são cinco Meu amor, meu amor, meu amor Tudo em volta está deserto, tudo certo De dentro da saudade que eu sentia Da noite mal dormida Da minha fantasia Você que renasceu do meu segredo Do meu sonho, do meu medo Do meu verso e da verdade derradeira Obviously that over time his uh, generational status changed a little bit. He used to be also really like a mania for the youth generation, right? When he was just like a rock and roll stars, like the Beatles elsewhere. But these days, it's kind of the opposite. Roberto Carlos really became a thing for the older generation. Uh, I have a funny story to tell because I used to be a writer for a music magazine in Brazil and back in 2009 I saw five consecutive Roberto Carlos concerts when he was celebrating 50 years of career and 90% of the audience and all those sold out packed 25,000 people every night were basically senior ladies so these days Roberto Carlos at the end of Every gig, he distributes eight roses for the member of this uh, peculiar audience. Like, all the front row, they got a rose from Roberto Carlos. And it was kind of a 
funny concerts because they were literally all the same during all those five nights. If I can quite remember properly, Roberto Carlos literally played the same set list over and over again for all those five evenings. And many of these songs that in the past have very cool and interesting approach to the music and to the arrangements, these days he became very, very corny and cheesy. Like he's really trying to please his new audience. Você que vem de dentro da saudade que eu sentia da noite mal dormida da minha fantasia você momento eterno você amanhecer você razão do meu I'm still talking about his fandom. Roberto Carlos is spread all over South America. Roberto Carlos had many of his records uh, singing in Spanish, too. The record label Colombia made a point to make Roberto Carlos like a South American star more than just a, a Brazilian star. And also a very interesting story is that Pablo Escobar, drug lord kingpin, was a big, big fan of Roberto Carlos. And there is even a legend that he used to have a jukebox in his big house in Colombia only with Roberto Carlos songs, the entire jet box. And knowing that, the producers of the TV show uh, Narcos, which is on Netflix, they wanted to include a Roberto Carlos song on that show uh, soundtrack, but Roberto Carlos did not give his permission for the use. He's very reticent these days to give approval of his songs to commercial or soundtracks, and talking about a little bit of the marketing and design of uh, this record, this is technically the only album cover without the image of Roberto on it. Instead, it is like an illustration resembling a stencil with his hair kind of blowing, and it became an iconic cover in his entire discography. It is still Roberto Carlos, clearly, but it's not a full-on photograph of him. And coming back to the album now for track number four, Você Não Sabe O Que Vai Perder, is really kind of a shout out to his former roots of the movement, the Jovem Guarda, and that movement about more rock and roll and yeah, yeah, yes, more naive and simple. So this particular song, it is a little bit of a reflection of that. <laughs> Não pode compreender Já não encontro mais palavras pra lhe convencer 
gosta de você. me falou pra que eu nunca mentisse mas ele também se esqueceu de me dizer a verdade da realidade do mundo que eu ia saber dos traumas que a gente só sente depois de crescer If you don't know much about Roberto Carlos, this is a guy with a lot of superstitions, and I mean a lot. Like, he never wears black clothing, he never uses words such as devil, hell, or with anti-faith connotation, and he also never leaves a room through a different door that he entered that room. So there's a lot of stuff going on in his mind. There's even a very peculiar story in Erasmo Carlos' autobiography. Erasmo Carlos, of course, his composition partner for life, that he mentions that a lot of people used to tease Roberto Carlos in when they were just playing snooker, like messing with him, saying... Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna touch the black ball now, Roberto, to have a laugh about it. So in this particular song, with a certain reserve, it is a song about his relationship with his father. But foremost, for the first time, he speaks about of his childhood accidents. And if you don't know, Roberto Carlos uh, was run over by a train when he was just a child. Of course, he had one of his legs amputated, but he never ever acknowledged that. Journalists are forbidden to ask questions about that. He, of course, for like decades uses a prosthetic, but it's even like a myth that nobody ever saw this missing leg of Roberto Carlos. But anyway, specifically about this song, there is a verse in which he sings... In the delirium of the fever that burned me in, in my little body that suffer without understanding anything. One of his most confessional and serious songs. Ironically, it is one of the few songs of this album that never became a hit whatsoever. It's a very obscure and B-side of a song in this very successful album. Meu 
mesma direção. The next song on the record, Eu Só Tenho Um Caminho. This is one of the songs recorded actually in Rio de Janeiro instead of New York City. There are two songs in this record that ended up being recorded in Rio. And this one has like a tremendous influence of show and funk, like in his previous records. And now by coincidence, this song was written by Getulio Cortes, which was the older brother of Gerson King Combo, which was one of the leader guys of the Black Rio movement in the late 70s. So, in fact, Roberto Carlos recorded many, many songs with this guy, Getulio, who, by the way, never became a very important artist. He was more like a composer and writer, not like his, his brother. But anyway, this is like a great closure for the side A of the long play. He ends the first part of the album in a very high note. And just by the way, as well as a curiosity, Roberto Carlos also never, never smiled for an album cover until 1998. So he has always been characterized by like posing seriously with his eyes sometimes sad, kind of lost in space. That was Roberto Carlos' demeanor. star the side B of this LP is probably one of the most fantastic, probably the, my favorite song of Roberto Carlos' entire discography. So this is Todos Estão Surdos, Everyone Is Deaf. This song has more than 200 cover versions in Brazilian music history, in Brazilian music history. And it's pretty much like a peace manifesto, more and foremost a song against the war. And of course, there's also a very obvious religious uh, connotation to the song. Part of the lyrics of this song say something like, So many people have forgot that the truth hasn't changed. When peace was thought, few people listened. Come back soon, my friend. Come and teach my people. The love is important. Come and say it all again. Of course, he's clearly talking about Jesus Christ, even if not directly quoting him or mentioning him, like he did in his previous records in 1970 with a song named Jesus Cristo, Jesus Christ. This is really just a song, like I said before, against the war. And on a personal note, like a great Brazilian friend of mine who lives in Germany, his son is, is a toddler right now, and recently his son became obsessed with this song 
especially because of the lyrics that la 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 so my my friend lately has been playing this song like every day like 24/7 he really doesn't like this song anymore like he used to do but anyway let's just listen to on its entirety until the end or is probably my favorite song todos estão surdos estão surdos tanta gente se esqueceu que o amor só traz o bem que a covardia é surda e só ouve o que convém mas meu amigo volte logo Vem olhar pelo meu povo O amor é importante Vem dizer tudo de novo Lá, 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 lá Seu esplendor as vozes cantaram Seu canto ecoou pelos campos Subiu as montanhas E chegou ao universo E uma estrela brilhou mostrando o caminho Glória a Deus nas alturas E paz na terra aos homens de boa vontade Tanta gente se afastou No caminho que é de luz Pouca gente se lembrou Da mensagem que há na cruz Meu amigo volte logo Venha ensinar meu povo que o amor é importante. Vem dizer tudo de novo. This is the second song of the side B of the record. It's also one of the most famous songs of Roberto Carlos, Debaixo dos Caracóis dos Seus Cabelos, meaning underneath of your curly hair, which has a very interesting story because for almost two decades, uh, everyone sung uh, this song thinking as a romantic ballad, right? For a partner of Roberto Carlos and such, with a curly hair, until in 1992, Caetano Veloso publicly revealed that Roberto and Erasmo Carlos composed that song for him when Caetano Veloso was exiled in London. So this is about Caetano Veloso, it's about Caetano Veloso's hair. And like I said before, Roberto Carlos even made a point to visit Caetano Veloso with, with his wife at the time. There's a lot of photos of this vacation tour of Roberto Carlos. He went to London, to England, 
not to do any concerts. It was not a promotional plot of any way. He was there just to visit his good friend. So that kind of partnership resulted in two songs of this album, technically. The song Como Dois e Dois, composed by Caetano Veloso as a gift to Roberto Carlos, and in retribution then, this song on the background was composed by Roberto Carlos as a gift to Caetano Veloso. It was like an exchange of gifts in form of great music. Debaixo dos caracóis dos seus cabelos um soluço e a vontade de ficar mais um instante Side B of the album, this is the only song not uh, written by Roberto Carlos and Erasmo Carlos. This song, Se Eu Partir, and as you can listen, is like a very much a romantic ballad, was composed by a guy, Fred Jorge, which was one of those anonymous heroes of the Jovem Guarda movement. He was there since the beginning of Roberto Carlos, 
and this is when Roberto Carlos really start being more like going deep in his romantic tunes. As you guys may know, Brazil, almost every rich person, they have a person called empregada, which is a housemaid, cleaning, doing the laundry, taking kids to the school. So what I'm saying here, all these uh, housewives and housemaids, they used to listen to the radio during the morning time from and Roberto Carlos songs became kind of a cultural institution and especially these kind of songs this romantic ballads this very low tempo songs about love and despair breakups and Seu Partir which was not one of the hits of the album it is like a representation of that The next song of the album, though, breaks that, that sequence a little bit. It is a song called I Love You in English, in which Robert Carlos kind of uh, pay homage to like the old radio singers, but he seems like to satirize his own fussiness. It feels like a little bit sarcastic sometimes. There's even like a music clip of the song starring Roberto Carlos dressed as uh, Carlitos, the Charlie Chaplin famous character. And Roberto Carlos on top of being like this culture phenomenon as a musician, he was also an actor. Roberto Carlos is starting many many movies like being all this flamboyant adventurous kind of guy in like a James Bond kind of way exactly like Elvis Presley what people were trying to do with Roberto Carlos especially in the 60s were like a copy of Elvis Presley in some way so in this song I love you he sings that if everything goes wrong everything fails he's just gonna start singing boleros, romantic ballads in the morning shows of the radio, which is, which is very ironic because this is exactly what he did moving forward in his career, even if it was not because of a failure, quite the opposite. Like he saw that as an opportunity to become even bigger than he was already was. He really became like the best-selling musician of all time in Brazil. And as we say, right, the king 
o rei Roberto Carlos. E tudo isso não adiantar. Eu vou vestir meu terno branco outra vez. Eu vou vestir meu terno branco outra vez. Eu vou vestir meu terno branco. finish it off this record he comes back with this two romantic ballads the first one is called de tanto amor that i consider like a second part of the Thales, the album opener if uh, that one it was more like a reminiscence of a love that is no longer possible in this song over here he goes full pain, loss, unhappiness, and he sings, nobody could love you like I did, and I should confess that was my mistake. So if in detalhes he was just remembering a former partner in a very good way, and this particular song here, Roberto Carlos, no, I wish we were still together, and this, this particular breakup really broke me up. But just like in the Thales, the song also has this very big crescendos, this very interesting string arrangements. We notice once again the presence of this recording in this big fancy studio in New York City conducted by the master Jimmy Wisner. So it was like a full-on orchestra set up just to make Roberto Carlos this big Latin American star. And it worked. He's really a big part of Brazilian culture, you like it or not. For instance, Brazil has like, obviously, a very big culture of fan bases and football, or soccer, if you will. And these fan bases at the stadiums, so they're gonna change a very famous lyrics to, to a lyric saying good things about his own team, right? And many of these Brazilian fan bases, they sing songs based on melodies of Roberto Carlos' songs. Quando olhar nos olhos seus Nos olhos seus
to finish it off this record with one of the songs that was also recorded in Rio de Janeiro. And you can notice that because of the lack of the orchestra. It's just a song way more straightforward. Guitar, bass, drums, and a very prominent keyboard. It is a song called Amada Amante, which is very hard to translate the meaning, but it will be something like loved lover. And it's definitely like the ground zero of Roberto Carlos become this very corny singer. Also say all these bad things about the song, but guess what? It's a great song as well. If you don't like this, please go and try fight some heart somewhere, right? That's it for today, folks. We listen Roberto Carlos and his album of 1971 self-titled album celebrating then his 50 years of release and also the 80th birthday of Roberto Carlos on April 19th. If you like the show, send me a message on Instagram. I'm there as Brazuka Sounds. Hopefully, we're gonna see each other again in the very near future. Take care of yourselves, okay? Bye-bye. No meu peito E supera o que já fez Nesse mundo desamante Só você, amada amante Faz o um mundo de nós dois This was Brazuca Sounds with Leandro Vignoli. Thank you for listening and see you next time. Mm-hmm.